Despite current ads and slogans, the world doesn't change one person at a time. It changes as networks of relationships form among people who discover they share a common cause and vision of what's possible. I'm Jeremy Dixon, and you're listening to The Misfit Manifesto. Hey, what's happening, party people? Uh, thanks so much for joining, and uh, I'm super excited about this brand new podcast called Misfit Manifesto. Um, as I was thinking about kind of the launch of this this new initiative, you know, from from my life, I thought it would be really good to kind of give you all maybe a bird's eye view or maybe some detail about the inception of how we got here. I mean, many of us probably have heard the term misfit and thought all sorts of things. It's not been used historically as a positive affirmation, but in the context in which I'm using it, I think it really provides some language for what is emerging in our culture right now and the need for these type of thinkers and people. So I want to kind of give you maybe where it comes from and then then hopefully by the end of this, you can engage appropriately with what we have to offer. So I remember it was not too long ago, I was sitting in a local uh, bar near the campus of Harvard University in Boston. And I encountered in this moment the type of conversation that only comes a few times in one's life. It was the type of moment that crystallized the disempowering phrase, I hope it gets better. So I sat at this table littered with the discarded fragments of late night dining. I was fully immersed in what felt like two robust dialogues happening simultaneously. One was audible and it was inclusive of my counterparts with whom I had just shared a meal. And the other took place in my head. We discussed the kingdom of God and its mandate the collapsing institutions, the rapid erosion of society, polarization in culture, the impotence of existing religious structures, the scarcity of sustainable and relevant innovations, the potential of increased volatility in our nation and the deep need for dynamic, catalytic, pioneering and innovative young minds to help shape a better future. The other internal conversation known only to me was one of, I guess, extremes. As I sat there, my mind rode what felt like an endless wave of conflicting emotions. It was fear and anxiety, disappointment, anger, hope, curiosity, love and peace presented in rapid succession while processing some fundamental questions. When did this begin? Where were we as a church at important junctures along the way? How much time do we have and what are our options? As much as those moments of deep discourse can be very sobering, this one also served as a moment of epiphany. Being faced with the qualitative analysis of a world in deep need created for me a passionate curiosity about sustainable strategies that would move the needle in the right direction. <laughs> the longer we sat, uh, the more time I had to ponder. And an old sermon came to mind from my childhood. So, some of you can remember moments in your life where what's happening in the moment takes you all the way back to something you'd heard as a child. There was this preacher and he said emphatically, when God's people were in trouble, they were called to prayer. And when God's people prayed, 
he answered by sending a prophet. See, that was it. We needed a leader or or leaders. However, not just any leader and maybe not the leaders who've assumed some of our leadership roles. We needed a special kind of leadership. The question is, where? Where are they? What are they doing now? How would we find them or better yet? How would we create them with this in mind? I came to the conclusion that what was needed was a platform to facilitate the acceleration of the next generation of what I'll refer to as misfit leaders. We needed a laboratory, a, a greenhouse and an Xavier's Institute of for higher learning where where we could congregate, affirm, develop and launch these misfit leaders, a population of free thinking well-informed, highly adaptive marketplace leaders, individuals who would deliberately disrupt culture under the leading of the Holy Spirit. These individuals would be unique, folk who preferred the uncharted path, who marched to a different beat. They would come predisposed to doubting the default, to improving upon conventional wisdom, to walking through walls if there were no doors that led outside the box. They wouldn't prioritize fitting in. They wouldn't be satisfied with the status quo. These leaders would be driven by curiosity. They would have assessed that a commitment to the rigor of innovation was a small price to pay to see sustainable change that improved the quality of life of others. However, these type of people oftentimes experience difficulty in finding a place where this type of thinking and being is accepted, celebrated, and even facilitated. They also encounter bouts with loneliness when trying to identify others who think like them, who move like them, and have the same commitment to the time-consuming iterations that ultimately result in innovation. Wrestling with this thought, I encountered a theory of organizational change put forth by Meg Wheatley and Deborah Freeze. Hope I'm saying her name right. From the Burkana Institute in their paper entitled Using Emergence to Take Social Innovation to Scale. They describe what is known as the two loop theory. From their research, they posit that change emerges in human systems out of a spontaneous series of local actions. And these local actions spontaneously link together both organically and purposefully in ways that facilitate the development of integrated networks of relationships that are aligned in the pursuit of mutual interests and goals. The opening line of their paper really says it all. Uh, despite current ads and slogans, the world doesn't change one person at a time. It changes as networks of relationships form among people who discover they share a common cause and vision of what's possible. This is clearly the goal to create the hub necessary to foster these networks of relationships for shared discovery. You see, the misfit movement is that hub. We're the connections or the connecting point where creative people can link together who are of like mind looking to create a preferred future. And this podcast is our manifesto. It's our declaration of presence that we are here, that we're ready, 
that we have been maybe in the margins, sometimes in the shadows, that we have been thinking and processing in silos or simply in our own spaces, but we recognize that we no longer have to be ashamed of the revolutionary ways in which we see the world. But we're present to answer big questions, to wrestle with big problems, to engage in the messes and the milieu and the chaotic nature of what is around us and to find strategies and goals and opportunities that might bring forth that which we see. But we also are making a declaration about partnership. That we're not only here, but we're ready to link up with those who see it the way we do. Now, not necessarily in the exact same way, because then we wouldn't be misfits. But we share this common idea that the ways in which we divert from whatever the charted path is, our aim to be curious in places where others have decided to lean on convention, the concept of being able to look, see, and lean into what is possible. This is what binds us and connects us. So our declaration of partnership is that our uniqueness and our diversity is what makes us actually the same. That all of us are committed to who we are, but we are enthusiastic about joining ourselves to others who also want to see change. But this this manifesto, this declaration is also this idea that we make a promise to remain undeterred in pursuit of this vision. The fact is, it won't be easy. It won't always be accepted or celebrated. And in fact, we may run into a number of obstacles on our way to iterating toward a common good. We promise to continue to persevere, to continue to seek ways and strategies and platforms and relationships and hubs and create and facilitate environments that might get us closer to a better future. We make on the Misfit Manifesto podcast, a promise that where we are headed is worth what it takes to get there. So if you're listening to this podcast, I think you're hearing a sound that resonates with you. You recognize with all of the calamity that we are almost fed on a daily basis through all of our media sources, that none of that deters us from believing in what's possible. And you've been looking for a place to Kind of hit your wagon. This is it. This is the podcast that will create the community that I believe ultimately will impact the world in some incredible, incredible ways. Thanks for listening. It's going to be a great ride. Hang out with us as we become the Misfit Manifesto Podcast.